Hey everybody, welcome to the Power Your Mind podcast, where we generally do uh, different type of hypnotherapies that you can listen to, to create self-change, whether you're going for like a new goal or sports performance or learning something, or you're trying to overcome a habit. That's what the Power Your Mind podcast is all about. But you can see this season, I'm doing an Ask the Experts. And today I'm really excited to have my guest, Betsy Wiersma on the show who is an extraordinary woman. And she's actually already been on my life overhaul podcast because she's been able to manifest quite a few different life changes in her adventure. But right now she is going through another crazy change in her life. She's the founder of the Camp Experience uh, Women's Organization where they raise money for charity all over the world. She's got a number of podcasts out, the Global Sisterhood. She's an artist. She has a focused uh, website called Art on Purpose that you got to check out. We'll put a link to that in the podcast description. And she does workshops all over the world. Betsy, thank you so much for being on my show today. <laughs> well, Julie, you know, I'll always say yes to you and amen. And I'm always happy uh, to support a fellow podcaster because I just am in love with this medium and I think it just helps so many people. So I'm happy to be here. It's great. Yeah. People can listen anytime. That's what I like about it. I mean, I listen to podcasts while I'm trail running, mountain biking, whatever I'm doing. I'm, I like to just see what other people are doing and learn from them, hopefully, if I can. Yes. And you do a good job interviewing and delivering. So okay. I am I am happy to be here and talk about the journey. Well, the last time I talked to you, we, you know, we talked about really about camp experience and what an extraordinary adventure that's been, which I think you did that for how many years? Well, let's see. We started Camp Experience. The organizational part was in 2005. We did the first one in 2006 and we finished our 16th camp in the fall of 2021, where we actually went away for a weekend, um, raising over a million dollars for about 60 charities in the U.S. and around the world. So that has been an e-ticket ride, sister friend. Yes. E-ticket. <laughs> so 16 years doing the same thing. And I am involved with Betsy's camp experience. I'll just let the listeners know. Uh, it's just a wonderful organization. So do check that out if you have a minute after you listen. But you kind of stepped down from that to pursue a different or a, you know, a bigger opportunity recently. Well, <laughs> you know, an easy answer would be yes. The truth would be a lot more complicated. So uh, I just started to notice that I was very complete. And since this is a teaching podcast, that would be the first point. I was very complete with what I had done with the Camp Experience Network. After 17 years of doing it, I love Camp Experience. I love the women. I love service. But I knew me personally, my journey was changing. And I went from the founder, chief cook, bottle washer, fundraiser, marketer, to um, a role of, of more just the founder. And then let a brilliant team of young women come up with their own generational way to do the Camp Experience Network. So I have kind of um, in the process of passing the baton from the way I did it and uh, staying on the same kind of vision and staying on the same kind of service, but now to a new group of people to carry that. I love that you have like, you know, the courage to do that. It takes a lot, I think, to leave something that you've gotten comfortable with and that you've built into a huge success. And like for anybody out there listening, 
major change in life is always challenging and it has to be a little bit scary. Part of it's scary, but part of it's exciting, right? <laughs> well, very interesting. I, you know, I've noticed a lot of things about myself when I was so personally identified with my work in the world. And it wasn't just a job. So camp experience for me was my God work, was how I helped the community. It was how I mentored young people. It's how I helped charity. Everything about who I was was in the camp experience network. So 24 seven for 17 years, my radar was, how does this help the camp? How do we help you? You know, where do you fit? How does chocolate work? You know, we plugged everybody I met on my path into that network. So many people had been served, but I identified with that, like um, who I was, was camp experience. And it's been a huge transition to say, okay, who I am is the founder of camp experience. Like that was one role I did for a, a good piece of my main part of my career. And there's still other things I want to express in this world. So I have now, um, by moving my responsibility from the past, I've opened up the time that I wanted to focus on for this. I am now uh, 61. Woo -woo, woo -woo, woo -woo, 61. Um, so for now, I have opened up time for the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network and my love of podcasting. I've opened up time for my art on purpose and taking art clothing to the world. And I've opened up time to lead retreats and adventures all over the world. And that's what I'm going to do from 61 until I go home. So did you decide consciously that that was your direction or did it kind of just morph out of what you were doing into something different? Well, I'm a person that listens, prays, and makes plans. Whether they're perfect or not is all to be determined. So I'm a person that really manifests in listening, meeting the right people, and then writing in a journal every night, my biggest dreams. And matter of fact, I turned that into a course called Move Ideas Into Action that I think you know about yeah. because people always say, how do you, how do you manifest ideas? And I'm like, well, the first thing you do is you got to dream them. You got to dream them up and you're going to be inspired because you meet somebody, you go somewhere, or you have an experience that sparks something in you. So uh, along my path, I have um, been uh, turned into an artist after my teenage daughter got a little cranky and I didn't know what to do. So I went to an art class and started doing art as really a respite from the world. And that has turned into an opportunity to do art clothing, which I never would have dreamed of. And it's my most fun ever adventure ever and ever. Um, so that kind of found me. Uh, podcasting grew out of public speaking uh, like you. And so that found me. But the global sisterhood idea is the big dream. Like, let's get all the women podcasters. Let's meet each other everywhere in the world. Let's tell all the great stories and let's uplift and inspire women. So uh, that has you know been percolating, but now is more flourishing. And then uh, I just got back from leading a retreat in Maui. I head to a retreat in London uh, this week. So I am manifesting from my life of being a retreat leader now international destinations. So it's been percolating and I've been dreaming about it, but now with a little bit more flexibility, I'm taking more action. Yeah. It sounds like you listen to the inside calling and then you move in the direction where the door is open instead of trying to fight something, right? Well, that is what I learned now in my fifties and sixties. I would say in my twenties and thirties, I made things happen, right? I have an idea and I'm going to do it. And I would do it. Damn it. I would just do it. I didn't care the personal uh, sacrifice. I didn't care what it costs. If I made any money, I would just push ahead. And then in my 40s, I started to get, wait a minute, maybe you should let not make things happen. 
maybe the most important things will be coming to you instead of you having to push the boulder up the hill. And by my 50s, I was really noticing that the camp experience thing was my most natural way of service. So in my 50s and 40s, doing camp experience was really in flow. And I started going with the sponsors that were the best fit and the people that wanted to be with me and really started to get that. And now in 61, I am locked into that, like people, places, and things, you know, that are meant to happen. I'm kind of in the same, it's like life has been a struggle for a long time. And why is that? Am I pushing it? And how can I line myself up so that it's a little bit more enjoyable? I mean, I don't mind pushing. I, I think I totally relate to what you're saying. So one of the things I, one of my questions was, was it hard to make this latest transition? And it doesn't sound like it was. It sounds like you just kind of naturally went into that because that was where maybe all the doors were open or you met the most inspiring people. Well, it it is. So I'm currently in it, right? So it's not a done. It's it's an ongoing journey. And the hard part is I, the best illustration is when I walk my two small dogs and they go in opposite directions and I'm holding the leash. And one is going one way and one is going the other way. And I stand in the middle with two dogs in opposite directions. And I, this happens to me every day. That's how I feel a little bit. Like my one part of my life is the past camp experience calling me to be what I was for that and the expectation that it, how it used to be. And it is excellent and awesome in its own new way, but not my way, not my brand, not with my art, not with the Betsy love, different. So that's in one direction. So I'm still involved with that. I'm still financially supporting that. I'm still mentoring. So I still have a a dog pulling me in that direction. (laughs) And then my other dog, of course, has to go the bathroom in the opposite direction. And that is pulling me into, oh, it's unlimitless. It's limitless. All the things you can dream up in your new life. And I just have to respect that there's so much time in a day and that at 61, self-care and stretching and walking and health is on that, that radar much bigger than it ever had been. Really so, um, top, I think, you know, I mean, I think that is a big decision for me too. It's how do you decide what you're going to do? There's so many things, right? Right. And that's where I would say back to the prayer I do every day, give me the people, places, and things to serve. So I look for what is in flow, right? What is, what comes to me. And so an example would be, I'm making this art clothing out of Montreal, Canada. It's beautiful. It takes three weeks to ship here. I met somebody for a coffee who knew somebody, and now I've found someone that can manufacture the actual cloth in Denver and the clothing in Phoenix. Oh, wow. So you get to Which is a miracle. United States. You know what? I love that prayer. For anybody listening, and remember, we're covering decades here, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, like different ways to navigate through each section of life. So, so no matter how old you are, like take this wisdom from the sixties and put it into your twenties and thirties, right? Let's go in flow. <laughs> Amen. I, you know, you can't coulda, woulda, shoulda on yourself. I don't think that's fair. So of course, when you're in your twenties and thirties, you've got to be in your twenties and thirties and in your own way. But if I could give you one uh, bit of wisdom from the road ahead of you is look for what is in flow. Look for the things that seem to be naturally um, energetically working, like the people that are awesome and support you and the places and things that you naturally love and then build around those things and let the harder things, you know, kind of either fall away or find other people to help you with that. Do you ever feel like you're just doing, you're still maybe doing too much, like you have too many things going? And you could still 
say, take something that you're like, maybe not hundred percent passionate about and then give that to a team also and have them grow it? Well, um, a good example would be the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network. I'm really proud that I'm growing up and figuring this out, Julie. Um, So I started it in 2019 alone, and I went to three continents and interviewed 275 different women on the U.S. continent and then in different continents. And I'm like, I'm going to save the world. And tonight happens to be the kickoff of the outreach for the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, which I've recruited three other fabulous podcasters to help me. So um, although I started it as a proof of concept to think about traveling the world and talking to great women, I now know that the the since I the idea seems to be a good idea, I can surround myself with Independent Podcast Network as a sponsor, a new podcaster, Lindsay, a veteran podcaster, Shay, and myself. And then we two are going to create our own um, podcast TV show, kind of like The View um, in a really uplifting kindness way. And it's going to be a video podcast. So um, my wildest dreams are coming true by the collaboration with others who are excellent and liked the idea. And then I'm still taking the leadership of organizing it, hosting the membership site, you know, doing the marketing, making it easy for them. But it's so much fun to do it in collaboration. Yeah, I think that's a good message too. I mean, what you were saying, listening for the people that are coming into your life that are in flow and then working with people together too to create a team. I know in my own business, I hired a manager last year and letting go piece by piece is might be the biggest challenge. And really, I think even for people who are doing anything, whether you're working uh, at a job or whether you're trying to do something on your own or create music or art or whatever, like the people piece of it is such an important part that a lot of us overlook. Yes. And the other thing I would tell my 20 year old self is it's really all the journey. Like we think, and then the GSPN will be this thing and you create this big expectation. Well, it's, I'm so much enjoying in my sixties, just living in the adventure today is the kickoff and the right people will show up and then more people will come. And then from there, we'll have conversation. And from that, we'll see who's interested. And from that, we'll dream up the next thing. And then we'll have the dreams of 10 or 15 or 20 people all together. You know, it's, it's living in the mystery a little bit instead of being like, well, I made a plan and it's on a piece of paper. Um, today, you know, we're not promised anything, but right now. So I'm really living in this present time and really being grateful every minute of my health and my opportunities and, uh, for America, this chance we have to have podcasts and to, to make, make up businesses and create them. Uh, so I really think living in the now kind of keeps you into where you are right now. And, um, yes, would my husband say I should take things off my plate? Of course. Um, but I love life and I love living every single moment. So if I'm not doing what I'm doing, I run to the art room and make art. So you can't kind of keep me from uh, just filling up the days with great things. Yeah, that's great. It's funny. I just, my last podcast, the one that I just did that you can listen to while you sleep was called Master the Moment, which connects you with your intuitive ability to understand the power of the moment and how much power you have over your life by making the right decision right in that moment. But uh, I wanted to ask you, so let's say all things are lining up and everything's in flow and you're like, okay, I'm going to start moving in this direction because I'm getting a lot of people to support me in this area. Do you ever sit down and then write a list of, okay, what do I need to make this happen? Or is it constantly just listening, adjusting, listening, adjusting 
I mean, is there like ever a plan on paper? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I make a business plan. You know, once it turns into a thing, there's a business plan. So the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network has a working white paper for the four of us. And as we create policy, best practices, you know, we we work off a document, a plan. And, um, you know, what I love about Google Docs and about technology is, you know, we can all work in this moment uh, in the plan. So that's really fun. And then creating the new flagship a visual show for GSPN with the four of us, you know, we've got a working document, we've got our assets, we've got our marketing. Yeah. So those things have a plan. Uh, the art on purpose business is kind of jello right now. It, this year was all trial, like make art clothing, see if people like it, people like it, see if people, they like some more, see how much they buy, see what they buy. Um, I'm lucky enough to be in the Denver museum of art gift shop in, um, two other stores with my other products and then in one other store with my clothing. So this year is a big experiment. So I gave myself permission just to try it and then see what works. And this pop-up show sold, you know, $4,000 and this pop-up show sold zero and this pop-up show <laughs> sold 750. So I'm just experimenting. And from this and meeting the new lady in the manufacturing in the U S um, and a partnership I have out of Florida, we will then start to say, what does this art clothing thing really look like? And the dreams include um, making inspirational wear for cancer patients. So when they're getting their chemo or radiation, their smock says, believe in yourself and love oh, cool. and, love you know, that. all kinds of things. But I have, have to shoes, attract. Oh, you guys, yeah. listen, I, I got to tell you, the shoes are adorable. They're so yes. cute. Like, like if you just want to make a statement with your shoes, shoes have been kind of plain. I mean, you got your bling and you got your cute little scrappy things, but what you're doing with shoes is just absolutely astonishing. It's so, so cool. <laughs> well, thank you. And my leggings, um, I just traveled the world in my um, leggings and a matching shirt and walked through in Maui in a farmer's market. And I walked into a booth and this lady said, you've passed me three times. What is it that you're wearing? <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm wearing my own art on purpose, art clothing. And so um, it's really, I think, fun to express yourself in whatever way you do. Mm-hmm. Jewelry, your your ideas, how you talk and how you uplift the world. You know, glasses is a favorite of mine. Um, and now leggings, tennis shoes, and uh, reversible dresses. Um, so I just think collaboration, if you're listening, is one of the key things to your idea. Like, um, first, to be kind to yourself in the journey, because there's days I'm like, oh, my gosh, I should go back and do camp experience the old way, blah, blah, blah. And then my immediately my heart says, no, that's just your old self, you know, being afraid because it's so new and fresh. They're doing a great job with the new camp experience. Just support them and love them. Okay, next. Okay, well, you know, is this going to work? Yes. And if it doesn't, then do something else. So be kind to yourself that it doesn't have to just be this grr, hard driving inner talk. It could be like, you need to sleep today or go do some art, you know, or go have lunch with somebody new and get some new perspective. So be kind on the journey and know that it's just going to ebb and flow. Yeah, I think that if we could accept that a little bit earlier in life, that's what I wish. Like when I look back, how hard I fought all the way through and I'm like, wait a minute, do I have to be doing this? <laughs> and really, you don't. You don't have to fight. You don't have to make it difficult. I mean, like you said, though, it is part of the journey and we do learn a lot along the way. But what I love is that here you are in your 60s. I'm just about to turn 60. And I love life also. And I feel like, wow, each decade could be a new adventure. Like, what am I going to do this coming decade? You know, what, how am I going to change? How am I going to grow? 
So for anybody that's listening who's a little bit older, it's never too late to create something completely new. I think so many people are just like, check that off the list. I missed that opportunity. You know, like for me, it's singing. I don't know a lot of people that are like pursuing singing and music, <laughs> playing the piano in their 60s. It's like, well, I've got 20, 30 years left. I'm going to do something amazing. <laughs> Yes. Well, your jazz singing and your jazz music has blessed us in the Camp Experience Network. And and that's just the thing. Like I keep saying, if this is um, the life that I have, what is it that I want to fill my days with? And it starts with, you know, like we talked about self-care and being sure I'm here because I'm taking good care of myself. And then it's my family's next. Like I have a 20 year old daughter, you've got children, you know, pouring into her and helping her and loving my husband and my dogs and my family, my dad, my elderly dad, after my mom has passed, you know, I have a responsibility um, to love them. And that is important as part of me. So those are the two parts of the core. And then around that, I build how will I express in the world with what time I have left after those two really important parts of my core? And how will I serve my big God that I, um, you know, thank for every moment of every day? And so that I filter everything through that, like does podcasting uplift and inspire? Great, I'm in. You know, um, what else? Art clothing makes people happy. Yay. Um, you know, I, I kind of filter against my value system and then do as much as I can, have as much fun as I can and cook up the next thing. I think you really have it down for I like creating the self-care and the happiness and everything that if you don't have that foundation of being like in good health and being happy yourself, it's hard to inspire other people to do that. And to me, all of the things that you said, taking care of yourself, getting the massage, taking a moment to breathe, maybe listening to music, meditating, you know, all of the things that we can do for self-care and then important family things as well you know like for me with my kids I try to talk to them a few times a week and see what they're up to and support them and then the rest of life kind of evolves from that platform if you will yes and again if I'm speaking to my 20 year old self I probably put my personal health last and um self-care and breathing and all those things which uh I wish you know that would be something I wish I had more on my radar as a younger person, but uh, all we have is our health. So I think the COVID crisis and I have so many friends that have gone through cancer, so many things has really just made that like, okay, that's the first thing in. So um, take care of your health. And so you have the energy to do whatever your things are to do um, and then change them. If they're not working, they're not in flow. It's not fun. Give yourself permission to just fail and say, oh gosh, um, I didn't sell anything at this pop-up at a women's jewelry store. Awesome. But I got to know the jeweler. Uh, she did a beautiful piece for me. And I had fun in those two hours talking to her. Next thing, no judgment. Right. Everything's just a trial. So try the next thing. Yep. That I feel like that could be a possible good way to end this. <laughs> Everything's a trial. If it doesn't work, try the next thing. <laughs> yeah. So I, you've given some great advice. I'm not even I'm like, my last question is always like, well, what advice are we sending these people out with? But you really have kind of tackled that all through the interview and good luck with all of the changes that you have. I'm probably going to be involved in some of those. So I'm looking forward to that. And thank you again so much for being on the Power Your Mind podcast and listeners. Thanks for tuning in today to our Ask the Expert series with Betsy Wersma founder of Camp Experience. And you can actually, I think, just go to BetsyWersma.com, right? Do you have your own? Yes. Website? And, but I do have a last thing to say for your things, my favorite thing to say. Okay. Um, so I always tell everybody 
everything you know for sure, you're right. Let that sink in. Everything you know for sure, you are right. So what that means is if you've created a story in your brain, oh, it's so hard to spend it to start a new business, or I'll never meet anyone, or um, you know, life change is hard. Like whatever you make up in your brain, you're right because you are making it up in your head and believing your own story. So I always tell people in all the courses I teach, everything you know for sure, you're right. So pay attention to your story. And if you are going to change and you're willing to, to manifest something new in your life, change your story and be sure your story is ease and flow. Uh, new ideas will come to me with ease and flow. I'll meet the perfect people. I would walk into a room and say, three great things are going to happen in this room today. And I always would meet three great people. So um, everything you know, for sure, you're right. So make up a great story about yourself and believe it. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, we have the power to create the exact story we want. So if we don't like the story we're living, <laughs> time to get writing. Yes, yes. And and that's so important because it's really easy to let society make up the story, right? Or our parents or our boss or influences and say, define you. And um, we get to define us. That's the power of the mind that you're talking about. So um, thank you for calling me an expert. That's a nice compliment. I'm always happy to support you and your listeners. And yeah, Betsy Weersma, my name is W-I-E-R-S-M-A.com is a great place to start. You'll see the workshops, the move ideas into action, the art on purpose business and all crazy things uh, and hopefully be inspired for your own journey. All right. Well, thank you again. Thanks everybody for tuning in to Power Your Mind podcast. Go check out Betsy's website. I'll put a link in the podcast below and I will catch you on the next episode.